0: This is Dan from Burlington, Vermont, and I'm tuned in to the new TNN.
1: The following is entirely fictitious. Any similarity to the history of any person living or dead or any actual events is entirely coincidental and unintentional. Except where specifically noted otherwise in the cast and crew credits, all celebrity voices are impersonated and no celebrities have endorsed any aspect of this show.
2: Uh, hello, uh, computer. Uh, this is the Centaur Man and. Calgary, Alberta, Canada, I'm the, the greatest shooter of the glory days of the grappling sport, and I'm here to, to talk to the computer with my good friend, Johnny C., and talking about the days of old, and the and the matches, and the grappling, and the rhinos of memories past. Johnny, hello!
0: Hi, Centaur Man, and hello to the popular culture addicts here at the new TNN. Uh, this is Johnny C., as usual, And, uh, you know, I, I've, I've sort of been in the background here on Centaur Man. And Centaur Man, I appreciate you allowing me the time to speak here. But uh, today, we're going to try something a little different here on this episode of Centaur Man. Um, and I'm here to sort of help us along to, to make sure that we stay focused, stay on track, and, and get to the bottom of things.
2: Yeah, Johnny, uh, I, I try not to talk about the bottom of... Uh the bottom of the thing here cause uh, sometimes it gets a little smelly and uh, you gotta get the missus to, to clean the bottom and if she doesn't well it's something stinky you haven't smelled in any of your days
0: yeah so thank you centaur man that's a perfect example of why I'm here today so today's topic is somewhat interactive shades of the old WWF live wire I suggest <laughs> not really Johnny,
2: touch it live while you're going to get shocked. And then you're going to be shooting the lightning like the guy from a living color when he fights the Spider-Man.
0: I'm sorry, Centaur Man, was that a reference to Jamie Foxx's Electro? You're familiar with Jamie Foxx's Electro? Yeah. Okay, let's just let's move along. So, ladies and gentlemen, today's topic is a listener... Question and answer forum. So ever since Centaur Man started, we've gotten quite a bit of listener feedback from all of you pop culture addicts out there. And I've selected some today uh, that I feel like will be, well, eye-opening. And that will help us get a better understanding of what you want to hear on Centaur Man. Uh, So Centaur Man... You know, I I always keep you in the dark here and I apologize for that. So what I'm going to do, sir, is I'm going to read these letters that people wrote and they have questions for you because you're a famous grappling shooter of Canada's glory days. And you're going to answer the questions and just give us your recollections of, uh, you know, what they're asking about. Does that sound good? Johnny, your
2: uh, proposition seems apropos to my circumstances. However, Johnny, if we're going to be talking about multiple topics today, I would suggest it's time to talk turkey with the centaur man. Now, Johnny, as many of your listeners are aware, I usually answer a topic and talk about it, and uh, I get paid the $5 from a Johnny C. But considering that there's going to be uh, many questions and many different topics covered today, I, I would think it might be time to start talking about a raise in my contract for the Centaur computer.
0: Well, that's fine, sir. Uh, I suppose this is my fault. You know, I would imagine we could have spoken about this before, but I kept the topic hidden uh, because I like you to give us your recollections on the spot, so I apologize for that. Uh, uh, and we've already started the recording, too. I guess we can redo the intro. Recording? You mean you record this thing, Daddy? Um, no, just a slip of the tongue, sir. Sorry about that. Okay, good. Tell you what. We've agreed previously to $5 an episode. Why don't we do this? How about I give you $1.25 for every question that you answered today? <laughs> eh, really?
1: My God! Helen! Helen, come here to the computer! What do you want, Centaur Man? I'm trying to die in peace over here! What do you want? Helen! Yeah, hey,
2: Johnny C just told me that today I'm gonna, I'm gonna have more money from being a Centaur Man. So start packing your bags and stop waiting today. We're gonna take that second honeymoon to Regina!
0: I'm sorry, Regina?
2: Isn't it Regina? Yeah, you see, Johnny, that's a common misconception. It's actually pronounced Regina, Johnny. And that's your first question, so that's going to cost you a dollar and
0: 25
2: cents.
1: Well,
0: you got me there, Centaur Man. Fair enough, that's fine. All right, so in that vein, let's go ahead and get started with our first listener question.
2: Yeah, Johnny, let us begin, because I can already smell the dollar bills sitting in your pocket
0: that'll soon be in mine. Alright, dear centaur man, having listened to your previous episodes, I feel that I can no longer sit back idly and follow you and allow you to take liberties with actual historical data and events. In your last episode, you made many claims surrounding various Canadian secret societies. These societies included, but were not limited to, the pirates of Road 72 the Bear Clan, the Rhino Clan, and the Shooters' Society. As a doctor of archaeological studies myself, I have never in any of my many years of experience encountered any data pertaining to the existence of these secret Canadian societies. Are you lying to gain fortune and glory, or simply to prop up your own self-esteem? It appears that when it comes to your recollection of the past events, that anything goes! And frankly, based on your ramblings, I feel that you, sir, belong in a museum. If you ever travel and perform a live show in my area and wish for me to purchase entry to that show, my response is quite simply, no ticket. Dictated but not read, Dr. H. Jones Jr. from Indiana, USA. Well, Centaur Man, I chose this question right off the bat because I wanted to get your response, because I feel like this is a big one that we need to get out there. Um, you know, while I will admit I was very entertained by some of your unique tales in our last episode and, quite frankly, in all of our episodes, I, I feel that Dr. H. Jones Jr. from Indiana, USA may be on to something, sir. I, I don't really know if what you're saying is valid. So, your response. Yeah, <laughs> I understand what
2: the doctor is saying, and I guess it's uh it is time that I come a little clean. Uh, the doctor is correct uh, about the Canadian secret Society's not really being a thing, Johnny That is true.
0: Okay, and, and that's good. I'm glad we could get this out of the way. You know, and since our man, I appreciate your your forthcoming here. Um, I know that you're a showman. And some of your tales may be embellished a little bit for entertainment purposes, but you know here on Centaur Man, we're more interested in the truth and factual information. There, I promise you, sir, your stories are good enough. There's no need to embellish, uh, give us mistruths or anything like that. So moving forward, uh, let's just go 100% honest here on Centaur Man. Does that sound good? Yeah, yeah, I agree with you, you see, Johnny. The
2: truth is that these societies exist. All over the world. It's not really a Canadian thing. It's not limited to Canada at all. Uh, I'm sorry. What? Yes, Johnny, it's true. And specifically now, Johnny, I'm about to tell you a tale that would change you for the rest of your days. You see, Johnny, the Bear Clan, the Rhinos, and the Pirates of 72 are very much Canadian things, Johnny. But the Shooter Society... And the Shooter Society is the one we need to focus on, Johnny. The Shooting Society is a worldwide conglomerate, Johnny. Johnny, the Shooting Society has secretly dictated the events of human history since the dawn of man.
0: Fine, I'll play along. What do you got? You hood on to your butt, kiddo.
2: Now, Johnny, in order to set the scene properly, I must let you know that our tale begins... In 10 million B.C., which I believe stands for uh, Before Christmas. So 10 million years before my good buddy Ernest P. Whirl rescued the Santa Claus from the clutches of the police officers down in the swamps of Florida by God. But in 10 million B.C., a man had not yet set foot on the glory of the planet Earth. There were only two known species at the time apes, bears, and rhinos.
0: Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Centaur Man, to interrupt, but isn't that three? Yeah, well, actually, Johnny, it's actually, uh,
2: 1.25. What? Well, Johnny, uh,. Make that 2.50, and yes. So, just to be clear, you've asked two additional questions, uh, totaling $2.50, which brings the grand total to, by my calculations, uh, $3.75. And yes, uh, that is three species of uh, creatures on uh, God's green earth in 10 million BC. Uh, Now, Johnny, uh, uh, please, uh, no further interruptions. Uh, this ancient and secret history is known only to a few, and before I die, I need to get this information out there to the general populace. So, uh, the year is 10 million BC, and the apes and uh, bears and rhinos all lived together in what would later be known as Alabama. And the various groups of animals uh, would often keep to themselves as was their way, uh, grazing the plains for food, uh, searching for a never-ending supply of water, and looking for a school district that didn't indoctrinate their children. Wait, I have to stop
1: you. What was that last thing?
2: Oh, Jaddy, I'm sorry you weren't able to follow along with my narrative. Uh, we can rectify your malfeasance with a simple donation of a dollar twenty-five. Never mind. Yeah, very well. Now, uh, this state of existence carried on for many moons uh, uh, until sometime in the year 2974 uh, BC, if my calculations are correct. At this time, uh, there were two apes uh, drinking from a watering hole when a rhino approached. And the rhino uh, edged up between them and began to quench his thirst. It was a thirst that lasted for nearly thirteen days at this time. Now due to the parched nature of the rhino, uh, once he had completed his task, the watering hole was no more. The water was gone, and the rhino moved on about his business. Now Johnny, pay attention. This is the moment where everything changes. Now the two apes in question did not have names as you or I do, for in the time before Christmas there was no common tongue. Uh, They were simply known as Ook Ook and Bob. Now Ook Ook and Bob were both angry that the watering hole was empty, and they seemed to both blame the other. ...for not forcing that rhino to leave them some water. And, uh... ...you know, after he completed his large rhino drink... uh, ...you know, there wasn't nothing to drink anymore. Bob... ...the ape... ...began to scream his loud ape noises at Ook Ook. And Bob was flailing his arms up towards the sky... ...like one of them wacky, wavy, inflatable, arm-flailing tube men. Ook, Ook felt threatened as he was the shorter of the two apes, and, and Bob was towering over him. Ook, Ook knew that this was the way of the ape. The larger ape was always in charge, but Johnny Ook, Ook was about to discover that the size of an ape is only half the battle. As Ook Ook stared at the ground, waiting for Bob to calm down, Ook noticed something, Johnny. He noticed that Bob was only able to tower over him because of the size of his tree trunk legs he was. Ook continued to stare daggers into the exposed legs of Bob. And in an instant, the pretent scope of mankind's legacy would be changed forever. No longer wishing to be the submissive ape, Ook Ook bent his own knees. He thrust his body forward. He grabbed the legs of Bob and he pushed Johnny. He pushed with all the force of his ape body. Bob had no choice, Johnny, you see, cause gravity, oh gravity's a fickle mistress that comes for all of us, man, bear, rhino and ape alike, and thus Johnny, Oook became the first shooter he walk the star that we call Earth, Johnny. And when Bob was down on the ground, Ook, Ook immediately spinned around, and he sinked in an arm bar, and the shooting nature took over. And Ook Ook said, You better tap out, Bob, Good I'm a shooter.
0: Wait, 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 pause. Pause, 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 pause. You're telling me that the, the ape Ook Ook shot the legs, double leg takedown style, gained speech, some sort of a of a of an evolutionary leap took forward, he put on a cross-arm breaker,
1: and this was the dawning of the shooting society?
2: Jenny, do you really wish to know the amount of individual questions you just asked?
1: The, the, whatever, I'll pay, I'll pay! <laughs>
2: well, Jenny, since I like you, and I'm already telling the story, I'll answer your question for free. The answer, Johnny is yes. Now, Johnny, it is not that's not all there is to this story here, so after his victory at the watering hole, uh Ook, Ook returned to his peck, standing tall. And Bob, you know, he was uh, he was following close behind, but he had his arm in a sling from being stretched. And he had a he had a big bed sheet wrapped around his head. Uh, you see, in an unrelated incident on the way home, he tried to uh, eat a rock and uh, the bedsheet being tied was an attempt to repair his old-timey toothache. Now the tribe was taken back, that Ook was leading the way, and demanded an explanation. Of course, uh, without a common tongue to rely upon, all they did was jump and yell. But recall, if you will, Johnny, that Ook was no longer bound by the constraints that the ape's faced, and so he spoke, and all apes bowed to him. Barukuk, he asked them to rise, and said his historic words that are known to all shooters uh, throughout the world and throughout the lands of uh, the planet and such, and so now for you I will quote his wise words. No one ape shall rule all, but there are those amongst us that are shooters, and we can stretch it to the near days, so don't mess with us cause we're shooters. Of course in uh, later days we would replace the word apes with the uh, people, mm, but I still like the ape version, Jenny. That night it is here, Moni. Ook, Ook was honored as the first ever shooter. And to mark the occasion, uh, all the apes got really drunk. And uh Ook Ook was more than happy to shoot on another ape. Because uh, there was another ape that tried to talk to his ape girlfriend named Cleopatra. And thus the art of bar fighting was also invented along with shooting. Uh, but more importantly to our story, uh, before heading to bed that evening, after a night at the butchery, Uukuok was so hammered uh, that he fell down, and a big rock came crashing down and it crushed his right ear. Whoa. Uh, rather though than being appalled by his horrible disfigurement, Uukuk embraced it, and until the day he died, he traveled from tribe to tribe, finding those that were worthy of being shooters and in honor of Uukuk's Ook, sacrifice, each new shooter had one of their own ears crushed and mangled identify them as a shooter. We called it the Mark of a Shooter. And you know that tradition continues today uh, but uh, the people call it the cauliflower here. But those of us that have been marked by our forebears well we remember and we all take a little part of Ook, Ook with us as we journey through our days as a shooter. And as I am uh, well uh, sure, you can imagine, dear Johnny, that the uh, the shooter society would uh, would influence uh, many more events throughout human history as their shooters and their construction.
0: Wow, Centaur man, there is um, woof, there is a lot to digest there. Uh, Perhaps sometime in the future, you can elaborate on those events. Uh, but right now. uh... I think it might be time to move on to our next listener question.
1: Oh, do you... P- Excuse me, boys. Do you mind if I dust in here? I won't bother you talking, none. Oh, sure, Mrs. Centaur, man. That's totally fine with me. I don't
0: think it'll matter. Uh, don't get any dust in my, my
2: nose, women or I'll uh, stretch it to the end of your days.
0: Well, it's... Seems rather abusive. But uh, nevertheless, yes, let's move on to our next question. Now, uh, this one comes to us via email. Dear Centaur Man, Your family has contributed so much to the world of professional wrestling. Aww. Unfortunately, those contributions stem mostly from your offspring, as many of your great matches took place before the advent of over-the-top streaming On various platforms, across a spectrum of mobile apps, static desktop operators, telecom broadband 5G satellites, and other various forms of interactive software niche platforms. Have you given any thoughts to returning to the ring in an effort to build your social brand value proposition? Lots of words there. I hear AEW hires old losers. So if you're interested, inquire there. Cordially yours, notwithstanding, Anonymous. Anonymous? They didn't even give their name. And who talks like that? Well, regardless. Uh, Concrete Man, or Centaur Man, excuse me. Wow, Freudian slip there. Uh, Centaur Man, it looks as if this person wants to know, would you consider a return to the ring?
2: Well, eh.
0: Uh, oh, Johnny, you're, you're really
2: getting me thinking there. Uh, oh, I'd love to get in there and stretch him. But, Johnny, I, I have to tell you, uh, there. Well, there comes a time in a man's life where he has to think long and hard about how he wishes to spend the rest of his days. You know, in my heart. I'm a shooter. I've spent my life stretching all kinds of creatures across this globe. But, and uh, my doctor has told me that my heart just can't take it. And
0: if I end up getting in the ring,
2: it'll kill me.
1: Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Mrs. Centaur, are you okay? Oh, God, no! Oh! This is terrible! Just terrible! We, 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 you saying there, lady? Oh, Centaur Man! I just right now got off the phone! Yes, I was on a phone call the whole time that you boys were in here talking! And, and a lawyer called me! Oh! And, and the call! Oh, Centaur Man! He talked to me for so long! i haven't been able to do anything all day i haven't had anything to drink i haven't had anything to eat and i certainly didn't have the opportunity to hear anything you boys have said this entire time oh santa man oh this lawyer oh he said he said terrible things he said the chick is up he said the bank's going to take our house and turn off our electricity and he's gonna take all the change that's in your change jaw, Centaur Man! And he's gonna cement over the pool! ho! And he's gonna repossess our cause! A- and he said he's gonna kill me! ho! Wow,
0: um, Centaur Man, maybe I should go and, and you guys should should talk.
1: Oh, Santa Man! I'm so scared! Oh! But you know, fake the Lord above, Centaur Man! There is some good news. Good news? Oh, well, uh, why didn't you
2: say so, woman? Let's hear it. Get out with the good news right now. Oh,
1: don't you call me woman, you piece of shit. Well, sent man, the good news is the lawyer said that the bank wouldn't do all those terrible things if they could watch their favorite wrestler get in the ring just one more time. They, they said if their favorite wrestler could just wrestle one match and stretch out some of these young whippersnappers and show them what a real shooter can do, that they would clear off all of our debts.
0: I'm sorry, Mrs. Centaur, but that seems strange. And dare I say, highly improbable. Jenny,
2: mind your tongue. This is Centaur business. Helen... Uh, you call that lawyer. You tell him that he's awoken a sleeping beast of a shooter. Tell him the shooter's ready to stretch out those boys to the end of their days. I'm getting back in the
1: ring. Oh, Santa, man, you're my hero! I'll go call the armory and tell him to set up a ring. Bye!
2: <laughs> well, Johnny, C, you know, uh... Nothing makes me smile more than seeing that great woman smile. Look at her. She's so happy running away now. Uh, She's got a great smile, Jenny. All those teeth. I tell you, when she smiles, it's like her whole face is a mouth. And that makes my loins
0: stir. Look, Centaur Man, obviously this is none of my business. But you just told me, right now... That your doctor said you would die if you performed again. Listen to that. Not you might die, or you could die, but you will die. Maybe we should call your doctor.
2: Well, Johnny, uh, it's all well and good. But I do not believe that the doctor has a telephone. And besides, even if they did... My phone's been turned off for weeks. Uh, On account of having uh,
0: insufficient funds, it is. Wait. Your phones are turned off? But then, I mean, how did she... Who was... Wasn't she dusting while we were... Jenny!
2: Worry not about this old shooter. I know I've got one more match in me. The
0: tank's not empty, I tell ya. Well, you know what? Hey, I can use my phone. All right. I've got a, you know, cellular connection here. Uh, I can get your doctor's information off of their website. What's their name? Eh, Longclaw. Longclaw. Okay. Doctor. Let me hold on. Google this. Dr. Longclaw, Calgary, Alberta, Canada. All right. The results are coming in now. Just one second. It's taking a little while the wilderness, you know, got kind of a bad signal, but it looks like results are coming. All right, here we go. It's blank. I have never seen a Google search come back blank. Nothing. Zip. Not a, not a goddamn thing. Okay, Longclaw. L-O-N-G-C-L-A-W, right? I believe so. All right. Oh, tell you what, what's their first name? Uh, Longclaw? No, 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 their first name. You know, like mine is Johnny. Their first name.
1: Well, Johnny, that's his only name.
0: That's his only name. Is he? I don't know, is he like a wrestler? Is just one name, Long Claw? Well, Johnny, you see, uh, the members of the Bear Clan do not
2: carry names as we do, for they lack the ability to speak the common tongue.
0: Wait, just hold on a second. Your doctor is a bear. Are you telling me your doctor's not a bear? No, my doctor's not a bear.
2: Well, Johnny, uh, you see, when my first doctor retired, I sought out the greatest shaman that the bear clan has ever produced. You see, Longclaw comes from a long line of bear healers, while his his bloodline descends from uh, Totopato, the original bear shaman. Uh, Totopato was the bear that discovered the healing powers of the picnic basket in 1872, I believe it was. Who
0: was your first doctor?
2: Papashango.
0: Oh, fuck me sideways. Well, regardless, Johnny, uh,
2: you know, I, I'm i currently out of medication that Long Call prescribed to me, uh, so I, I will, after all, need to to reach out to Longclaw to get him to write me a new prescription for a picnic basket so I can get in the ring and stretch. So, uh, if you'll excuse me, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Longclaw a call
0: here real quick. Wait, so now he has a phone and your phone's work? Well, what's going on here? I'm confused, Centaur Man. No,
2: Johnny, I don't, uh, I don't use a phone to get a hold of him. Excuse me, I just have to, have
0: to get over here real quick. Oh god, ladies and gentlemen, I, I really don't I really don't know what to say here, but the, the Centaur man has taken off his headset and uh, as a humble podcast journalist I suppose that as of this moment I can now only describe to you what is happening. So uh, Centaur man has risen from his chair. He is now walking slowly to this large window that's over here at the other end of his office. Uh, He's still walking, ladies and gentlemen. All right, now some things happening. Uh, The walking continues. (laughs) Okay, he's fallen. Um, He's now flailing his appendages. Arms, legs, all flailing. Uh, Somewhat resembling a tortoise or a turtle, if you will, that's been tipped over. On top of their own shell. Oh, looks like some progress is being made. Uh, He's now on his belly. Up to one knee. Uh, The second knee being positioned now. All right, and the centaur man is now up to a vertical base. Looks like he's continuing towards the window. Okay, now he's arrived at the window, and he's, well, he's... He's now attempting to open the window. Yeah, yeah, window,
2: goddamn window! Uh, you better open it or I'm
0: gonna get you All right, the window appears to not be responding as a centaur man would wish. Uh, the struggle is continuing. He's still unable to lift the window. All right, the centaur man has now used his own skull to shatter the window. It was, I must admit, simultaneously awe-inspiring and, and somewhat frightening. Hey, Jenny! <laughs> I'm just going to make a call to my doctor right now. Go ahead, sir. All right, the concrete man has cupped his hands around his own mouth, uh, most likely in an attempt to widen the broadcast range of his words. All right, I see some movement in the throat. Looks like he is uh, ready to speak. Alright, he's apparently used the bear tongue in an attempt to communicate, and he is now returning to his chair and placed the headset on his head. Yeah. All right, Johnny, uh, he should get back to me
2: as his uh, schedule permits. Uh, shall we move on to the next question you got for me?
0: Wow. Okay, Uh, sure, we'll move on to the next question. Okay, kind of a big one here. Probably be our last question of the day. Uh, let's go ahead and get this thing started. Dear Stewie. Hmm, all right. I was very impressed in your first episode when you talked about your love for the motion picture Ghost. The movie Ghost, of course, was directed by Jerry Zucker and was a bit of a departure from his usual work. You see, Jerry Zucker is known mostly for his work in the realm of comedy and he's directed hits like Top Secret and Airplane. Of course, he did not direct the far superior Airplane 2 the sequel. Those duties shifted to Ken Finkelman. Now, Ken, aside from Airplane 2, was of course the auteur behind the picture Who's That Girl that starred Madonna? Whoa, now that's a sexy broad. Hey, you ever see that picture Body of Evidence? Man, that flick is hot. It's got that love scene, where she's playing with her filet of fish while Willem Dafoe watches?
1: Jesus, I gotta screen these things.
0: Man, that Madonna. I'd squirt my tartar sauce on her any day. But we haven't seen much of Madonna lately. Of course, she had that cameo and the Bond flick, Die Another Day. But, uh, in my humble opinion, she was upstaged by that one Bond girl Rosamund Pike? Man, that chick is freaky. She's in that Fincher movie, Gone Girl. You know, the one where you see Affleck's huge cock? You know, Fincher's got style. He's no Nolan. Nolan shoots his stuff in IMAX? None of this 16 by 9 stuff? He's full one43 by one Sure, it's a couple extra bucks, but you can really see it all up there on the screen. Regardless, though, wrestling sure has changed a lot over the years. Lots of great singles and tag teams over the years. And hell, we even got trios now. So, obvious answers aside, like Big Sexy Kevin Nash, The Outsiders, and The Wolfpack, who are your favorite singles, tag, and trio independent contractors of all time. Signed your buddy Super Shredder at TMNT2.o's Well Centaur Man, aside from the copious amounts of information given, and the dare I say, overindulgent content of that letter, Super Shredder at TMNT2.oze does raise a very fun question. Uh, so let's start with the first. Who is your favorite single star of all time? Uh, Well, Johnny, uh, you know, the
2: the family here has produced a a lot of great shooters. And you might think that the choice that I gotta make here is gonna be a hard one. But, uh, well, uh, I've got one particular favorite shooter that stands well above them all. He's known as the last ECW champion, Johnny. My favorite singles wrestler is Rhino.
0: Really? Well, it, I mean, I, I, am not surprised, but I would have never guessed that. To be brutally honest with you, but uh, put one down in the win column for old Rhino, the last ECW champion. Um. Okay. How about tag teams? Is there any uh, particular <laughs> foundation that springs to mind? <laughs> Eh uh, Jenny, uh, are you laughing at my appearance? Why are you laughing? Oh, oh, I, um, never mind. I just thought, you know, this one might be a little obvious. Uh, but who is your favorite tag team?
2: Well, uh, many combinations are flying through my head right now, Jenny. Uh, the tag grapplers of memories past, but, uh, there is one, one particular combination that uh, springs to mind. This was a good team, Johnny. Uh, The speed, quickness, agility on one side, and power and strength, and smash-mouth shooting on the other. But they weren't just all rough and tough and technical. They got values, Johnny. Family values. And uh, those family values that they're talking about reminds me of the days when me and the Mrs. Centaur... You know, we were having lots of babies. And when I was a younger shooter, the babies in the centaur house would would crawl around the house, trying to stretch one another. And when they weren't stretching the other babies, they were uh, digging through the carpet. You know, digging through the carpet, looking for any scraps of food that they could find, because I wasn't able to provide much food. Uh, At the time, the shooting game wasn't producing much income for me and Mrs. Centaur. But, uh, if my little prologue didn't make it obvious to you, Johnny, I am now ready to make my selection for favorite tag team shooters of all time. Again, a little obvious, Johnny, but it's clearly Heath Slater
0: and Rayno. Huh. You don't say. Well, uh, Heath Slater did got kids. Lots of kids he had to feed there. Uh, with the misses, and uh, he did have help from the big Smash Mouth Rhino. Uh, Rhino, that is. And, uh, well, I guess they were the first SmackDown Tag Team Champions, so uh, there's some history being made there. I I guess that picks, well, it's yours. I can't really critique it. Uh, again, just not the foundation I thought we were going to lay there. Uh, I was even encouraged more by your introductory prologue, but he's Slater and Rhino. It appears to be the gag that just won't die. So, Centaur Man, uh, let's go ahead and move on to the final part. Your favorite trio. And it's a newer innovation, but, uh, you know, I know you were shooting down south. Jenny, I don't like when you say the word shooting. All right, I know you were performing or wrestling down south uh, occasionally uh, where trios were a bit more prevalent. Who you got for your favorite trio?
2: Johnny, it's funny that you mentioned uh, the borders of the different territories that uh, exist uh, and recognized by the Shooter Society, the Bear Clan, the Pirates of 72, and also the Rhino Clan. You know, we we respect the boundary lines of individual countries, even though our great societies cross. However, uh, thinking about Trios, which is, of course, a tag team and another guy that's stretch and shoot... Um, you know that, Johnny, I'm very proud of my skills as a shooter. I'm also a proud Canadian as well, I am. So, again, uh, the trio might be a little bit obvious to your listeners, but I am ready to lock in a selection for your final question that's going to earn me the dollar twenty-five. I have to say, my favorite trio, Edge, Christian,
0: and Reno... Well, I guess I had that coming, Centaur Man. Uh, So Rhino, Heath Slater, Rhino, and Edge, Christian, and Rhino. Well, Centaur Man, like I said, that last question was a longer one, and thank God the answers were not. Uh, It appears our time has run out. My pockets are practically empty, and we all know that you need to head to the pharmacy to pick up that picnic basket that Longclaw hopefully ordered for you. Uh, uh, here, as promised by my calculations, is six dollars and twenty-five cents. So, congratulations—an extra dollar twenty-five for you. Uh, don't spend it all in one place, because we know that you're very, very capable of that. Uh, you know, gosh, Centaur man, I—I I certainly hope that you live long enough to do another one of these shows with me. But uh, you know, if perchance... You know your your doctor's advice doesn't hold up, and you end up dying in the ring right there, uh, trying to save your home, which I I really really sent our man. I encourage you to maybe seek out the name of the lawyer your wife spoke to, maybe an address, something that's a little more concrete. But uh, nonetheless, if you go against my better judgment and the better judgment of uh your doctor Longclaw, there, do you have any parting words? for all of your fans that might be listening. Yes, Jenny, uh, I do, uh, you know, the, I,
2: I, I look up to Ook Ook. I gave you his favorite uh, famous quote earlier, uh, and now uh, I'm going to give you the famous quote from the centaur man. Are
0: you ready? I was fucking born ready, centaur man. You just go right ahead.
2: All right, Jenny, here it is. Uh, young shooters out there, fans of the shoot game, or, uh, computers that are listening, uh, these are the words that you should live by. <clears throat> Don't smoke crack. And if you do, I'll stretch you to the end of your days. Because I'm a shooter.
0: I'm Johnny C., and a winner is you. Goodbye.